0: Section 44 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 8. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Doug Taylor, Squim, Washington. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 8, Section 44, Selected Excerpts by Cervantes, Part 2, by Miguel de Cervantes. Don Quixote and Sancho Panza sally forth and the adventure with the windmills he remained at home fifteen days very quietly without showing any signs of a desire to take up with his former delusions and during this time he held lively discussions with his two gossips the curate and the barber on the point he maintained that knights-errant were what the world stood most in need of and that in him was to be accomplished the revival of knight-errantry the curate sometimes contradicted him sometimes agreed with him for if he had not observed this precaution he would have been unable to bring him to reason meanwhile don quixote worked upon a farm laborer a neighbor of his an honest man if indeed that title can be given to him who is poor but with very little wit in his pay in a word he so talked him over and with such persuasions and promises that the poor clown made up his mind to sally forth with him and serve him as esquire don quixote among other things told him he ought to be ready to go with him gladly because at any moment an adventure might occur that might win an island in the twinkling of an eye and leave him governor of it on these and the like promises sancho panza for so the laborer was called left wife and children and engaged himself as esquire to his neighbor don quixote next set about getting some money and selling one thing and pawning another and making a bad bargain in every case he got together a fair sum he provided himself with a buckler which he begged as a loan from a friend and restoring his battered helmet as best he could he warned his squire sancho of the day and hour he meant to set out that he might provide himself with what he thought most needful above all he charged him to take alforhas with him the other said he would and that he meant to take also a very good ass he had as he was not much given to going on foot about the ass don quixote hesitated a little trying whether he could call to mind any knight-errant taking with him an esquire mounted on ass-back but no instance occurred to his memory for all that however he determined to take him "'intending to furnish him with a more honourable mount "'when a chance of it presented itself "'by appropriating the horse of the first discourteous knight he encountered. "'Himself he provided with shirts and such other things as he could, "'according to the advice the host had given him, "'all which, being settled and done, without taking leave, "'Sancho Panza of his wife and children, "'or Don Quixote of his housekeeper and niece, "'they sallied forth unseen by anybody from the village one night, and made such good way in the course of it that by daylight they held themselves safe from discovery even should search be made for them sancho rode on his ass like a patriarch with his alforjas and bota and longing to see himself soon governor of the island his master had promised him don quixote decided upon taking the same route and road he had taken on his first journey that over the campo de montiel which he travelled with less discomfort than on the last occasion for as it was early morning and the rays of the sun fell on them obliquely the heat did not distress them and now said sancho panza to his master your worship will take care senor knight errant not to forget about the island you have promised me for be it ever so big
1: i'll be equal to governing it to which don quixote replied thou must know friend sancho panza that it was a practice very much in vogue with the knights-errant of old to make their squires governors of the islands or kingdoms they won and i am determined that there shall be no failure on my part in so liberal a custom on the contrary i mean to improve upon it for they sometimes and perhaps most frequently waited until their squires were old and then when they had had enough of service and hard days and worse nights they gave them some title or other of count or at the most marquis of some valley or province more or less but if thou livest and i live it may well be that before six days are over I may have won some kingdom that has others dependent upon it, which will be just the thing to enable thee to be crowned king of one of them. Nor needst thou count this wonderful, for things and chances fall to the lot of such knights in ways so unexampled and unexpected that I might easily give thee even more than I promised thee.
0: Oh, in that case said sancho panza if i should become a king by one of those miracles your worship speaks of even juana Guterres, my old woman would come to be queen and my children infantes well who doubts it said don quixote i doubt it replied sancho panza because for my part i am persuaded that though god should shower down kingdoms upon earth not one of them would fit the head of marie guitares let me tell you senor she is not worth two maravedis for queen countess will fit her better and that only with god's help
1: leave it to god sancho returned don quixote for he will give her what suits her best but do not undervalue thyself so much as to come to be content with anything less than being governor of a province i will not senor
0: answered sancho especially as i have a man of such quality for master in your worship who will be able to give me all that will be suitable for me and that i can bear
1: at this point they came in sight of thirty or forty windmills that there are on that plain and as soon as don quixote saw them he said to his squire fortune is arranging matters for us better than we could have shaped our desires ourselves for look there friend sancho panza where thirty or more monstrous giants present themselves all of whom i mean to engage in battle and slay and with whose spoils we shall begin to make our fortunes for this is righteous warfare and it is god's good service to sweep so evil a breed from off the face of the earth what giants said Sancho panza those thou seest there answered his master with the long arms and some have them nearly two leagues long look your worship said sancho
0: but we see there are not giants but windmills and what seem to be their arms are the sails that turn by the wind make the millstones go
1: it is easy to see replied don quixote that thou art not used to this business of adventures those are giants and if thou art afraid away with thee out of this and betake thyself to prayer while i engage them in fierce and unequal combat so saying he gave the spur to his steed Rosinante, heedless of the cries his squire sancho sent after him warning him that
0: most certainly they were windmills and not giants he was going to attack he however was so positive they were giants that he neither heard
1: the cries of sancho nor perceived near as he was what they were but made at them shouting "'Fly not, cowards and vile beings, for it is a single knight that attacks you.' A slight breeze at this moment sprang up, and the great sails began to move, seeing which Don Quixote exclaimed, "'Though ye flourish more arms than the giant Brayaris, ye have to reckon with me.' so saying and commending
0: himself with all his heart to his lady dulcinea imploring her to support him
1: in such a peril with lance in rest and covered by his buckler he charged at rocinante's fullest gallop and fell upon the first mill that stood in front of him but as he drove his lance point into the sail the wind whirled it round with such force that it shivered the lance to pieces sweeping with it horse and rider who went rolling over the plain in a sorry
0: condition sancho hastened to his assistance as fast as his
1: ass could go and when he came up found him unable to move with such a shock had rocinante fallen with him
0: god bless me said sancho did i not tell your worship to mind what you were about for they were only windmills and no one could have made any mistake about it but one who had something of the same kind in his head
1: hush friend sancho replied don quixote the fortunes of war more than any other are liable to frequent fluctuations and moreover i think and it is the truth that that same sage friston who carried off my study and books has turned these giants into mills in order to rob me of the glory of vanquishing them such is the enmity he bears me but in the end his wicked arts will avail but little against my good sword
0: god order it as he may said sancho panza and helping him to rise got him up again on rocinante
1: whose shoulder was half out and then discussing the late adventure they followed the road to puerto lapis for there said don quixote they could not fail to find adventures in abundance and variety as it was a great thoroughfare sancho panza and his wife teresa converse shrewdly
0: the translator of this history when he comes to write this fifth chapter says that he considers it apocryphal because in it sancho panza speaks in a style unlike that which might have been expected from his limited intelligence and says things so subtle that he does not think it possible he could have conceived them however desirous of doing what his task imposed upon him he was unwilling to leave it untranslated and therefore he went on to say sancho came home in such glee and spirits that his wife noticed his happiness a bow shot off so much so that it made her ask him what have you got sancho friend that you are so glad to which he replied "Wife." If it were God's will, I should be very glad not to be so well pleased as I show myself. I don't understand you, husband, said she, and I don't know what you mean by saying you would be glad, if it were God's will, not to be well pleased. For fool as I am, I don't know how one can find pleasure in not having it. Hark ye, Teresa, said Sancho, i am glad because i have made up my mind to go back to the service of my master don quixote who means to go out a third time to seek for adventures and i am going with him again for my necessities will have it so and also the hope that cheers me with the thought that i may find another hundred crowns like those we have spent though it makes me sad to have to leave thee and the children and if god would be pleased to let me have my daily bread Dry shod and at home, without taking me out into the byways and cross roads, and he could do it at small cost by merely willing it, it is clear my happiness would be more solid and lasting, for the happiness I have is mingled with sorrow at leaving thee, so that I was right in saying I would be glad, if it were God's will, not to be well pleased. Look here, Sancho, said Teresa ever since you joined on to a knight-errant you talk in such a roundabout way that there is no understanding you it is enough that god understands me wife replied sancho for he is the understander of all things that will do but mind sister you must look to dapple carefully for the next three days so that he may be fit to take arms double his feed and see to the pack-saddle and other harness for it is not to a wedding we are bound but to go round the world and to play at give and take with giants and dragons and monsters and hear hissings and roarings and bellowings and howlings and even all this would be lavender if we had not to reckon with Yangusans and enchanted moors i know well enough said teresa that squire's errant don't eat their bread for nothing and so i will be always praying to our lord to deliver you speedily from all that hard fortune i can tell you wife said sancho if i did not expect to see myself governor of an island before long i would drop down dead on the spot nay then husband said teresa let the hen live though it be with her pip live." And let the devil take all the governments in the world you came out of your mother's womb without a government you have lived until now without a government and when it is god's will you will go or be carried to your grave without a government how many there are in the world who live without a government and continue to live all the same and are reckoned in the number of people the best sauce in the world is hunger and as the poor are never without that they always eat with a relish but mind sancho if by good luck you should find yourself with some government don't forget me and your children remember that sanchico is now full fifteen and it is right he should go to school if his uncle the abbot has a mind to have him trained for the church consider too that your daughter maria sancho, will not die of grief if we marry her for i have my suspicions that she is as eager to get a husband as you to get a government and after all a daughter looks better ill married than well kept by my faith replied sancho if god brings me to get any sort of a government i intend wife to make such a high match for maria Sancha that there will be no approaching her without calling her my lady nay sancho returned teresa marry her to her equal that is the safest plan for if you put her out of wooden clogs into high-heeled shoes out of her gray flannel petticoat into hoops and silk gowns out of the plain marisa and thou into Doña so-and-so and my lady the girl won't know where she is "'and at every turn she will fall into a thousand blunders "'that will show the thread of her coarse homespun stuff.' "'Tut, you fool,' said Sancho. "'It will be only to practice it for two or three years, "'and then dignity and decorum will fit her as easily as a glove, "'and if not, what matter? "'Let her be my lady, and never mind what happens.' keep to your own station sancho replied teresa don't try to raise yourself higher and bear in mind the proverb that says wipe the nose of your neighbor's son and take him into your house a fine thing it would be indeed to marry our maria to some great count or grand gentleman who when the humor took him would abuse her and call her clown-bred and clodhopper's daughter and spinning-wench i have not been bringing up my daughter for that all this time i can tell you husband do you bring home money sancho and leave marrying her to my care there is Lope lopetoco Toco's son a stout sturdy young fellow that we know and i can see he does not look sour at the girl and with him one of our own sort she will be well married and we shall have her always under our eyes and be all one family parents and children grandchildren and sons-in-law and the peace and blessing of god will dwell among us so don't you go marrying her in those courts and grand palaces where they won't know what to make of her or she would to make of herself why you idiot and wife for Barabbas, said sancho what do you mean by trying without why or wherefore to keep me from marrying my daughter to one who will give me grandchildren that will be called your lordship look ye teresa i have always heard my elders say that he who does not know how to take advantage of luck when it comes to him has no right to complain if it gives him the go-by and now that it is knocking at our door it will not do to shut it out let us go with the favoring breeze that blows upon us it is this sort of talk and what sancho says lower down that made the translator of the history say he considered this chapter apocryphal don't you see you animal continued sancho that it will be well for me to drop into some profitable government that will lift us out of the mire and marry marie sancha to whom i like and you yourself will find yourself called Doña teresa panza and sitting in church on a fine carpet and cushions and draperies in spite and in defiance of all the born ladies of the town no stay as you are "'growing neither greater nor less. "'Like a tapestry figure. "'Let us say no more about it, "'for Sanchica shall be a countess. "'Say what you will.' "'Are you sure of all you say, husband?' "'replied Teresa. "'Well, for all that, "'I am afraid this rank of countess "'for my daughter will be her ruin. "'You do as you like. "'Make a duchess or a princess of her. "'But I can tell you it will not be with my will and consent i was always a lover of equality brother and i can't bear to see people give themselves airs without any right they called me teresa at my baptism a plain simple name without any additions or tags or fringes of dons or donas cascajo was my father's name and as i am your wife i am called teresa Panza though by right i ought to be called teresa cascajo but kings go where laws like and i am content with this name without having the don put on top of it to make it so heavy that i cannot carry it and i don't want to make people talk about me when they see me go dressed like a countess or governor's wife for they will say at once see what airs the slut gives herself only yesterday she was always spinning flax, and used to go to mass with the tail of her petticoat over her head instead of a mantle. And there she goes to-day, in a hooped gown, with her brooches and airs, as if we didn't know her. If God keeps me in my seven senses, or five, or whatever number I have, I am not going to bring myself to such a pass go you brother and be a government or an island man and swagger as much as you like for by the soul of my mother neither my daughter nor i are going to stir a step from our village a respectable woman should have a broken leg and keep at home and to be busy at something is a virtuous damsel's holiday be off to your adventures along with your don quixote and leave us to our misadventures for god will mend them for us according as we deserve it i don't know i'm sure who fixed the dome to him but neither his father nor grandfather ever had i declare thou hast a devil of some sort in thy body said sancho god help thee woman what a lot of things thou hast strung together one after the other without head or tail what have cascajo and the brooches and the proverbs and the airs?" "'to do with what I say. "'Look here, fool and dolt, "'for so I may call you "'when you don't understand my words "'and run away from good fortune. "'If I had said that my daughter "'was to throw herself down from a tower, "'or go roaming the world, "'as the Infanta Doña Urraca wanted to do, "'you would be right in not giving way to my will. "'But if, in an instant, "'in less than the twinkling of an eye, i put the don and my lady on her back and take her out of the stubble and place her under a canopy on a dais and on a couch with more velvet cushions than all the omohades of morocco ever had in their family why won't you consent and fall in with my wishes do you know why husband replied teresa because of the proverb that says who covers thee discovers thee at the poor man people only throw a hasty glance on the rich man they fix their eyes and if the said rich man was once on a time poor it is then there is the sneering and the tattle and spite of backbiters and in the streets here they swarm as thick as bees look here teresa said sanjo and listen to what i am now going to say to you Maybe you never heard it in all your life, and I do not give my own notions, for what I am about to say are the opinions of his reverence the preacher, who preached in this town last Lent, and who said, if I remember rightly, that all things present that our eyes behold bring themselves before us, and remain and fix themselves on our memory, much better and more forcibly than things past these observations which sancho makes here are the other ones on account of which the translator says he regards this chapter as apocryphal inasmuch as they are beyond sancho's capacity whence it arises he continued that when we see any person well dressed and making a figure with rich garments and retinue of servants it seems to lead and impel us perforce to respect him Though memory may, at the same time, recall to us some lowly condition in which we have seen him, but which, whether it may have been poverty or low birth, being now a thing of the past, has no existence. While the only thing that has any existence is what we see before us, and if this person, whom fortune has raised from his original lowly state, these were the very words the padre used to his present height of prosperity, be well-bred, generous, courteous to all, without seeking to vie with those whose nobility is of ancient date. Depend upon it, Teresa. No one will remember what he was, and every one will respect what he is, except indeed the envious. "'from whom no fair fortune is safe.' "'I do not understand you, husband,' replied Teresa. "'Do as you like, and don't break my head with any more speechifying and rhetoric. "'And if you have revolved to do what you say—' "'Resolved, you should say, woman,' said Sancho, "'not revolved.' "'Don't set yourself to wrangle with me, husband,' said Teresa. I speak as God pleases, and don't deal in out-of-the-way phrases. And I say, if you are bent upon having a government, take your son Sancho with you, and teach him from this time on how to hold a government, for sons ought to inherit and learn the trades of their fathers. As soon as I have a government, said Sancho, I will send for him by post, and I will send thee money, of which I shall have no lack. "'for there is never any want of people to lend it to governors when they have not got it. "'And do thou dress him so as to hide what he is, and make him look what he is to be?' "'You send the money,' said Teresa, "'and I'll dress him up for you as fine as you please.' "'Then we are agreed that our daughter is to be a countess,' said Sancho. "'The day that I see her a countess,' replied Teresa, it will be the same to me as if I was burying her. But once more, I say, do as you please, for we women are born to this burden of being obedient to
1: our husbands, though they be dogs. And with this she began to weep in downright earnest, as if she already saw Sanchica dead and buried. Sancho consoled her by saying
0: that, though he must make her a countess, he would put it off as long as possible. Here their conversation came to an end, and Sancho went back to see Don Quixote and make arrangements for their departure. End of section forty four.